Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest, Cammie. Hey, Cammie. Hey, Bryant. And then my special guest, Shanika. Hi, Shanika. Hi. How are you guys today? I'm great. I'm excited. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. Cammie, you doing okay today, too? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Thank you. So, Cammie, can you please introduce our guests for us? Yeah, so um, Shanika has, uh, we actually know each other outside the podcasting world um, because she has her own uh, business as well. And um, we kind of met at like some markets, uh, actually the market that Candace puts on, right? Yeah, pretty sure we might have met at Soda yeah. City before that. Um, I think we did. I'm sure I've bought stuff from you and then we put two and two together like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, that's, uh, kind of how we know each other. And then, um, Shanika had a podcast called self-created that, um, I listened to, and then she found out about a myth story. Um, and then she's got a brand new podcast. If you want to tell our listeners about it. Yes. Um, so my new podcast is called horror Hughes and the tagline is, um, a horror and urban legend podcast told through a black woman's perspective. I, as someone, I've always loved horror movies, um, you know, especially like the 80s style, 90s. But a lot of those movies, you know, the main cast is predominantly white. And when you do have that one or two black characters, they um, tend to do things that are uh, not stereotypically black. <laughs> and, you know, every black person that watches it or is like, I would never do that. This is so stupid. Um, and then I've always just been into um, Greek mythology, urban legends. Uh, my sister and I, we went on a tour recently somewhere when we were doing a market. And, you know, we were really excited to do this tour and like learn about the city, you know, the haunted past. But then I just kind of left disappointed because like the whole shtick was everywhere you walk, there's a dead body. And I'm thinking, well, <laughs> this is America. Yeah. <laughs> dead bodies, you know, like that's not impressive to me. And um, a lot of the stories, of course, since we live in the South, it revolves around slavery, revolves sure. around black people and how we were just really it's just disgusting the way we were treated and it's been sensationalized to be like, and then this owner lined up eight slaves and just shot each one in the head. And it's like, well, why, you know, what were their names? Right. What were they accused of? Because if you're a slave, I'm pretty sure you're not doing anything wrong. Like the only thing you're really wanting is to be free. So why are they getting shot in the back of the head? Why are we getting told this two-minute story and then being said, told, okay, let's let's walk down the street yeah. now to the next, next place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I listened to another podcast um, when somebody went on some of these tours and they were saying that sometimes the stories are made up. Mm. And oh yeah, they are. <laughs> it's cool to go back and be like, yeah, I went on this tour and I heard this story. And so um there was like one story told about someone and she was considered a witch because she um, used herbs and creating stuff. And that's what I do. Um, 
And so, you know, I was like, well, I'd be considered a witch and, you know, I'd mm. be hung or this and that. And so I just kind of want to research more of the person like, well, what what, their, what was their life about? Like, what herbs did they use? You know, what were they into? Instead of just being like, you see that CVS? That used to be the jail and she was hung right there, you know? <laughs> right. right. I, I, I want some more out of it. And like I said, I just want to bring my perspective as a Black woman because I'm like, some of this stuff is not cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. That's a great point. That's a big reason why we wanted to do this show. Kimmy and I wanted to explore like, you know, myth and legend. And we've done stuff like we, we've learned way more about Greek and Roman than we ever kind of assumed we would. We've we've mm-hmm. really gone diverse. We just talked about the Mesoamerican Quetzalcoatl on the last show. And and even like Athena, you know, you kind of feel like I kind of know everything there is about Athena. But mm-hmm. I, I found some things out today that I'm absolutely excited to, to share. Uh, with you guys so yeah, yeah yeah it's it's really cool so i you know the format of our show we typically cammy will give a story i know you're going to be giving us one of your favorite athena uh, legends or stories here and then mm-hmm. i'll give a quick kind of discussion about um some of the history behind athena what the primary sources are that talk about her and stuff like that and then yeah we'll have a little bit more of a discussion too about what podcasting is like and what we like to do so uh Shika, are you ready to kick off your athena story Yes. Um, so, so it might be a little bit quick. Sorry. Sure. No, no, no. Um, Don't worry. Go uh, for so, it. Yeah. So it's a, so two of my faves um, from Greek mythology is Athena. And recently it's become Medusa. I was like, I feel like she, um, you know, was misunderstood and <laughs> treated wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, everyone knows Medusa is, oh, the lady with the snakes in her hair. You look at her, you turn into stone. Um, but um, Medusa used to be one of Athena's handmaiden and then um, you know Medusa was just like a really beautiful woman and then of course she talked about her beauty and the the gods everyone knows um, you know they're hubris they thought that they were better than anyone so if anyone dared said oh I'm better than or anything they got upset and Mm -hmm. um, punished them but um, you know Medusa was just talking about, you know, like, I have the most beautiful skin. It's, you know, more beautiful than, like, the fallen snow. And my hair is better than the sun. And um, they're, like, you know, she always was just, like, admiring her looks. And she had someone um, sculpt her. And she was just like, you know what? This is not a good enough job. You didn't capture my beauty. You know, you did. It's just terrible. Don't appreciate it. And then... um, so Medusa talked basically to everyone about how gorgeous she was. That yeah. was her. That was her thing. Um, I mean, not mad at it. Go ahead. And so, um, you know, one day she made a visit to the Parthenon um, with her friends, and that was the largest temple of the goddess Athena. And it was decorated with amazing, amazing sculptures and paintings, and everyone was in awe of them. And you know, Medusa's like well, I'm not in here, so it can't be that great, (laughs) you know, the ego. And um, so, excuse me, of course, sorry, excuse me, um, you know, Medusa's like, this temple would be more beautiful if I was in it. You know, it's a shame that it's wasted on, you know, Athena. I'm so much prettier than her. And, you know, the gods are always listening in and the friends were like, oh, you know, watch what you say because, you know, mm-hmm. you could get punished. And Medusa, her ego was too big for that. And so um, Athena comes down and lets her know you're not prettier than me. I'm 
smarter, pretty, better in all ways. And I will punish you for thinking so. And um, that's kind of like how Medusa became to be with. Yeah. Um, yeah. With the snakes in the hair and <laughs> having the looks of <laughs> men turning into stone. Right. Yeah. Turned into a Gorgon. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, yes. Oh, my gosh. When you see there's like old uh pottery and, and things like that and uh, mm-hmm. like a traditional just kind of standard gorgon nameless hideous like bearded big mouth um usually smiling but in a very sadistic kind of way they're very mm-hmm. like gluttonous and disgusting and while medusa wasn't really depicted that in like later stuff that you know if, if you're turned into a gorgon it's it's not good yeah <laughs> right yeah and then i also know there's more um with when um she had the relationship with uh, oh, Poseidon um, mm. and Athena wasn't like happy about that either. And um, I mean, I guess I can kind of say like, I know we're kind of waiting for the questions, but you know, Cami had asked how I got into mythology. Yeah, go for it. And yeah. Um, yeah, I was like, I think, you know, like everyone in sixth grade, <laughs> when you do the Greek <laughs> mythology <laughs> in yeah. middle school, you're huge into it. But I just always remember being like, I'm not a fan of Zeus. Like, yeah. I know he was supposed to be like the cool guy. Yeah, right. And but I'm like, okay, he's got this great <laughs> wife and he does nothing but cheats on her. And then when he does, he can't even be in his body. Like he has to turn into a bull. And then the like human, you can't look at him. Like you can't look him in the eyes. I'm like thinking like, what woman is this desperate to like hook up with a God that yeah. <laughs> procreating as he's like, you know, not. He's no Hermes. I can tell you that. You're right. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I just remember reading this and of course all the guys are like, oh yeah. I'm thinking. Ew, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, we hear about Athena and how she, like, you know, is like poking her spear like through his head, and like that's how a splitting headache um came to be, and that's like how she was born. Right. And I just thought that was just co- the coolest thing ever. That that's how she was created, and it's kind of great that she was like the goddess of war because you know women, of course, it's like all about like oh beauty and this and that and delicacy, and she's just like. No, I'm going to bring it down. I'm going to show you who I am. I'm literally coming out of your head. You're going to literally have a headache. I'm here. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Um, I kind of always felt like she was the daughter who could push back a little bit more mm. and not, um, you know, like was too concerned about his wrath because she was, I don't know. I think she was just kind of that chick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He respected her in a way he didn't his other children, even the male children. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just, I've always liked that. And I think maybe combined with like the heyday of, you know, Power Rangers being on TV and then like watching <laughs> X-Men and I love Storm. She was like my favorite because she was like one of the leaders. So just learning about Athena, I was like, this is amazing. Girls can be <laughs> amazing and do awesome things. And it's not just guys. Yeah. She's really incredible. And, you know, talking about her wanting feeling she needs to punish Medusa, which maybe Medusa needed a little humbling. I don't know if that was a bit severe, but right. um, you know, the, the Trojan war is one of the oldest like stories that we have. One of the oldest mm-hmm. epics that we have um, from Homer and in it, she is one of the only gods that actually backs the Greeks. The other gods, almost all the other gods are backing the Trojans. 
uh, here. And, and the Trojans were really seen as like a, a great people. And, you know, even like the Romans end up being like, we are actually secretly Trojan. Did you know? Um, <laughs> so, uh, but Athena actually, she supported the Greek hero Achilles and she really did. She, she was into that. And there's a big, big theory or a big kind of suggestion. That's because um, so the, one of the Trojan princes, Paris, you know, he had his beauty contest. He was, he was living in the large with the gods. He, he had a beauty contest and he decreed Athena was not the most pretty. So mm-hmm. um, I think she does have a bit of a temperament here when it comes to uh, other women being like signified as beautiful. Um, and it's, but it is, it's such a good contrast because she's the goddess of war and uh, like the terms that are used in, uh, uh, in some of like Plato's um, dialogues and things like that. She's like the, not just of war, but of wisdom and strategic thinking mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's fun to think like you can be wise and you can think strategically and like be, you know, a battlefield champion, but you lose your crap when a woman uh, says she's prettier than you, you know? So I, I, it's very like, she's very humbling. She's, she's very um, like almost approachable in a way, you know? Uh, so it's, it's really fun to see. And I like that you brought that up and talking about her and Medusa because that mm-hmm. is so important. And yeah. we, we uh, can't, we did an episode on Medusa. We may need to go back just because we found out there's a lot, whole lot there oh, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's crazy and and it's really cool to see in modern like uh, psychology how those mm-hmm. stories are used and one of our favorite things that we've talked about is this concept of euhemerism where uh, it's these the idea that these old stories and and legends are like the real events that happened and they just kind of became legend like you know you, you tell a story and it's it's like oh remember that one time when i was 16 the cops came by and then you tell it like 15 years ago and somehow right. like you fought a cop and like you know you jumped <laughs> yes. out the window you stole a car and it's like i don't yeah. know if that actually happened but like i've said the story enough that i think mm-hmm. it did um so that's kind of what we we think with a lot of these things i don't have an exact you humoristic um idea with athena unfortunately I, I do remember like with the medusa there was the sack of that temple they think it was an actual an event that happened yeah that's right yeah so like uh there was a gorgon temple like and we're talking like i think this was like over a thousand bce so like way in the past way 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 in the past um there was a Gorgon temple that was sacked and uh, you know, cause Gorgons were, they were gross. They were weird. I guess some people got upset and this, the sacking was a big event though. This temple could have been pretty important in this area, you know? Mm-hmm. And as that story spread, it somehow became uh, the story of Medusa getting slain. So mm-hmm. um, it's really cool to think about uh, that and uh, how like Athena's, you know, splitting from the neck of Zeus, like you say, um, is an incredible story one of the most unique births of the gods mm-hmm. um you know what what like why you know how why is that why did say did, was it just some really creative storyteller or some guy who's like drunk and he was trying to like just talk his way out of something <laughs> or did something crazy happen like did someone get beheaded and there was a birth at the same time and this you know right. woman who was really important actually existed and stuff like that so uh it, it is really fun to see and uh I, I was so I, I wanted to look and see like what's the oldest reference to Athena like what's the oldest thing we have and it looks like Homer's um, hymns um, stories about uh, you know the Greek pantheon and stuff like that is the oldest um, uh, reference between somewhere between the seventh and ninth century BCE so which I kind of expected but I I, I couldn't see and I'm, I may be wrong I but I did do some research I didn't see like there wasn't really any old pottery or anything like that or frescoes that were older 
than Homer's myths, but I, I, I really wanted to see that. We did, I remember we found um, when it came to Medusa and the Gorgons, there is some like Gorgon iconography and stuff like that, that it was, I want to say like over uh, like like 10,000 or 15,000 BCE. So Gor Gorgons mm -hmm. themselves were in the Greek mind, the Mediterranean mindset for thousands of years before Homer decided mm -hmm. to be like, yo, I'm going to write the Iliad and, and stuff. So yeah. um, it's crazy, but no, that's great. Yeah. Athena is such a great character. And we, we never specifically talked about her before. So mm -hmm. it's fun to see. And especially like, I, 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 uh, I, I could see how she's appealing to other women as, as like a, a, a very notable woman herself. Um, but she, she's really interesting to me too. Um, as you know, being a goddess of war, I was like that when I was younger and, uh, but she's just unique too. And and one of the things I, I two things that I did not know um, about her that I thought were really interesting was um, she, she's essentially depicted always as a, a, a pure and a virgin. Um, and I thought that was cool because she, she wasn't born in like a, you know, a live birth kind of way and she's never mm -hmm. given birth. So she's, she's very, the way she's depicted the way, like she's always kind of talked about, um, but it, it really gives her a unique, air about her that no other god can claim right really yeah mm -hmm. and I, I thought that was wild and then there was something else so sometimes she's given the epithet tritogenia um which essentially means like triple born mm -hmm. and we don't know what that means apparently it's it's referenced in certain things um i i didn't see exactly what it was maybe like pseudo apollodorus some some old like roman stuff what you got something cam um it's ringing a bell so there's thr there's a thrice born um, something, but it wasn't, it, well, I don't think it was Greek. Sure. Oh man. I wish you had told me this before this. Oh, I, I know. Surprise. It. Yeah. And, and also, know. it's ringing a bell. I don't There's know like a, a, apparently there's like a lingual connection that it could also mean born of the water. Um, but it kind of literally means triple born, but we don't know like what this connection is, um, to mm -hmm. this epithet, but she's given this epithet in, in certain sources. So, um, I don't, yeah, there could be, there could be something more that we don't know that we don't have archaeological evidence of that connects with like her being born from Zeus's head mm -hmm. or something else. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, yeah. Another thing I think a lot of people overlook is, and this is probably the most important thing to Greeks and Romans, she uh, is accredited with inventing the olive tree. Which yes, was... <laughs> I, I got that there as well. Um yeah, <laughs> about I, which, the yeah, one of the most important things uh, to ancient Greeks, olives, and mm -hmm. and even to this day, still very very important. So I thought that was really like fun. I I, I think I knew that, but I just didn't really remember it until uh, it was in my face. So I wanted to make sure I brought it here. So yeah, and that kind of brings me. Uh, sorry, that uh, sorry, that brings yeah. me to one of the questions when you were asking about what do you remember, and um, it's from. So I took Latin in high school and, you know, with that comes Greek mythology. And one year we um, interpreted the Iliad. So, you know, the Odyssey. And then there's like when he, Odysseus finally makes it back home and the wife, he and the wife are talking and they make a reference about like their um, bed and like the olive tree and everything and how to extend an olive branch comes from that because, you know, um, yeah. Yeah, so because it was about because like the whole thing about 
like you had to let anyone into the home because anyone could have been like a, a Greek God, you know, in hiding and you have to, you know, treat everyone <laughs> like, right. So when this um, Odysseus comes back, like, Oh, I'm your husband. And she asked him a quick question, a trick question about, you know, their bed, because obviously it couldn't move because, you know, of the, uh, it was built out of an olive tree. So um, that's something that sticks out when people are like, you extended yeah. olive branch. And I'd be like, do you know where that comes from? <laughs> That's no, that's a great, yeah, there, there's yeah, a ton of connections to Athena there. And Athena is always like the protector of these heroes, these male heroes and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like Jason from the Argonauts, um, Achilles. Yeah. And in some ways it is, I'm pretty sure she like kind of messed with him a little bit too. She messes with some people too. He deserves it. But I don't it, know. It, it, I yeah. Just, it makes him stronger. Like, I didn't like him because he's just like, he's sleeping around with everyone. And then he's like, oh, I hope my wife was faithful. And I'm like, are you <laughs> See the cool, I, you know, <laughs> second status. She, she's fine. She's got other handmaidens. She's all good. Don't worry. I, we all know how it was back then. Don't worry about it. I know. Seriously. Yeah. She was all right. She had her olives and her wine. And her exactly. Friends. She's good. Yeah. Her friends. Um, I was gonna go back to um what you were saying about Medusa on um, real quick. Sure, sure, sure. She's kind of being written differently. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but this book just came out. Um, February of this year called Stone Blind and it's kind of a retelling of Medusa and her story and from what I've saw that it's getting some really good reviews so I'm That's definitely cool. gonna Who check that out um, I will tell you in just a moment cool. Stone Blind a novel and Natalie Haynes I think I see yes 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 there cool you go. yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it is well yeah. reviewed yeah so I want to check that out um I also read a book. It came out years ago. God's mm -hmm. behaving badly. I've heard of this. <laughs> yes, sure. and I think it was made into a movie that wasn't um, well reviewed. But it was, was, yeah. So good. It was just about all of the gods basically living in like New York together in one apartment. And <laughs> oh, wow. oh that's, yes, yeah, I do <laughs> remember hearing like about fable. this. I don't know if if either of you are super into comics or anything. Yeah, it's like, it's a Neil Gaiman, isn't it? Or no, no, no but um, it, it feels like that a little bit, right? But because the, they're all personified, like the, mm -hmm. the, the fairy tales are you know, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like you have the big bad wolf and he's like the sheriff of the town, or whatever. right? That's right, yeah, no, that is really um, good. And then going back to something else that you'd mentioned about you know how the stories were there for thousands of years before Homer, um came and wrote the Iliad, I was also thinking about um, when he had asked me what influenced, you know, are there any myths that inspired me or influenced mm -hmm. me? I remember I was taking um, an African history class in college and the first day the teacher puts a quote on the board. I can't remember the exact quote, but he had, um, you know, it said something like, and may the almighty blank, um, you know, have mercy on you. And he's like, who do you think's who do you think what name goes there? And of course, majority of people are like, oh, well, God, you know, may God have mercy on you. And he was just like, no, it's Zeus. And we were like, oh, okay, it's a quote about Zeus. And basically his whole thing was, you know, I'm not trying to change your mind or say, you know, one religion's better than the other, but, you know, Christianity is not the only religion. It's fairly still new compared to other religions and every oh, yeah. culture has like their stories. You know what I mean? For sure. um, so just, he was like, you know, just keep an open mind um, when you 
you know, like when you're in my class. Um, and then I remember how he hated the movie, The Lion King, because um, it was based off of um, Sundiata, which is like an African, mm. old African, um, which I think I'm going to actually review. I remember reading it for his class, but I remember he just like hated The Lion King. It's <laughs> like, they stole it. And I was like, okay, but. Sure. Disney you know, Matata, I don't know. Right. <laughs> like, it's still a great movie. Um, That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. I'm I'm really glad that yeah you have a connection to myth. Just like I mean, I think everyone has that natural connection and curiosity and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, that's great. Well, uh, Cami, I I know I've yapped enough. Do you want to? I know we answered a couple of the questions that you had in mind, but yeah, do you sure. Take over and talk to her about like her podcast in general and some other mm-hmm. questions. Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of um, spoke to a couple of the questions that I asked, of course. But um, what you you kind of mentioned what draws you to athena but what draws you to medusa specifically i think like when i just got older and you know how there's just like oh she's ugly woman and this and that and you know you just kind of know her mainly from like clash of the titans you know chop off the head you know free like turn the kraken into stone and whatnot and then i'm thinking okay well first of all this is not how her life started um, yes, I understand she has an ego, but the punishment was a little bit too harsh. Also, I'm like, if she's just like down there living her best life, it's not her fault that these men try to come right. <laughs> and like bother her and she just like <laughs> happens to turn into stone. I don't know. I guess I'm just like at an age and a point in my life where I'm just like pro women. <laughs> I'm just like, do what you gotta do. <laughs> and if it's turning men into stone, so be it. So, um. sorry, Brian. <laughs> Don't look us directly in the eye. <laughs> right. Hey, listen. I've That's you see this half um, person here. That's what happened. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> listen, I have two boys. I love them, but I'm always like respect all women because we're awesome. So, <laughs> and then I think also um, my son. He was huge into Percy Jackson, and then oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> going through the books of him and then watching the movie. Then of course, you know, Uma Thurman as Medusa clearly is not ugly. So, <laughs> you know, even though the movies are silly, it is still nice for there to be like a retelling of it. It's great you know, to interpret like, it in a different way yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And especially for like the younger crowd. Cause yeah. I'm thinking back, you know, I'm like, God, I was 11 and my teacher were telling us these stories. I'm like, I think she should have probably censored some of them a little right. bit better, but you know, what can you do? <laughs> I mean, we when we did the Medusa episode, I don't know if you've listened to it yet, but um, she was definitely a sympathetic character in our, you know, knowledge of it. And it was like one of the stories um, that we found was that Poseidon actually raped her. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. um, Athena uh, didn't punish her with the... Um, the gorgon thing she actually was doing to protect her so people wouldn't try to do that again because she was like a favored priestess so there's like different versions Mm -hmm. of it right and that too um which i I really like that because it it shines it puts both women it takes the ego out of it and it makes both women like sympathetic absolutely yeah um i know you mentioned a couple of books do you have any others that that are kind of like must reads for like mythology compilations or just stories in general um so i mean no sometimes 
Google. Um, right. Course, Youth Hamilton's like, mythology. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, Dante's Inferno, of course. I loved that. Um, honestly, I need to do better. And that's like another thing I want to do in my podcast is um, listening to other cultures, reading about their stories. Because I do think like Greek mythology kind of like has the monopoly <laughs> yeah. on it. Like, sure. People are listening to other stories. Um, I guess I could bring in the... Um, Bhavagad Gita, of course, I've had to read that for yeah. uh, my yoga teacher training. Um, so that's like another popular story. Um, and then just, I guess, I, yeah, like just teachings that I've learned, um, you know, through yoga training, again, um, you know, thousands and thousands of thousands of years old and like the, the goddess, gods and goddess and like the mortis that they have and like the different interpretations and, you know, Ganesh and all of that. So, um, yes, well, yeah, could always good to bring up. Yeah, it is really like one of the most layered, um, uh, I will say mythologies, but like religions in general. Yeah. When I mean, because the deeper you go, like the deeper you can go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so much, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, because like Chris Christianity has like a definite starting point, you know, like a definite like stopping point mm -hmm. too. Like yeah, you, like you go back far enough, but you can go further and further. Yeah, and it's just kind of interesting how it's kind of uh, taken over, you know, as <laughs> yeah, this religion or no religion at all. Sure. And I mean, I can even talk about that, like when it comes to yoga and how people say yoga is a religion, and it is sure. not at all. It's you know, people that have made it a religion. Yeah, that's well put. Mm -hmm. Well, fantastic. I, I think that kind of wraps up a lot of the discussion on Athena that we had. Uh, thanks for bringing in like your, your personality and your, your interest into this. It's always fun to hear like a different perspective. Um, I, I guess the, the last thing we need to specifically talk about is, is your new solo show horror. He was right. Yes. Yes. So yes, yes. What's the angle? What's, what's, what's going to happen? Where's okay, so um, I'm going to do some solo episodes, but what eventually what I'd like to do is have guests come on kind of what like you guys have done and probably tell them the story and get their reaction um, sure. to cool. it. Being like, okay, well, that's messed up or that's ridiculous or, you know, um, so just kind of having a conversation. Um, and I want to do, I mean, it's the possibilities are endless, truly, um, you know, horror movies. I want to do books. Um, I've read, you know, a lot of horror-based books, mm. um, TV shows, like I said, mythology. I really want to look more into, um, like, the Southern Gothic, like, the stories that were told. I'm really interested in the story of Alice Riley. She was who I was um, talking about earlier. And all you know about her is, like, oh, the ghost that's in such and such park in Savannah mm. and... If you, you know, she might snatch your baby because, you know, they hung her two days after she had her child. And it's like, well, she was a person, you know, right. again, like, why, you know, like why? Well, it's, you know, it's how this. they, it's how, it's how authority treats victims. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And, and it's just that same story, like over and over, just told, you know, different ways. But yeah, we, because mm -hmm. we, it's more about like the murder or more about the exactly tragedy than it is about the person. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I don't know, like my sister and I, we were just, I, we were just so annoyed on the tour because he had like this long beard and he kept on like flicking it and he of course. Just, like, was doing these like dramatic pauses and <laughs> yeah, once the tour is over, we're like, okay, thanks. And we just like walked away and I was just like, this, this is terrible. I don't know. It just like turned me off and it just kind of made me mad. I'm like, this is making so much money for this city, which is like, okay, that's great. But we have got to do more justice to these people and the stories that we tell, you know? Um, I just feel like a lot of times as humans, we have lost our compassion yeah. um, for people and death and like, it's it's tragic and it's terrible. And, mm. um, you know, I just think that we need to bring some more compassion to these stories. No, I like and it, I hope yeah. you do so. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, not all my things will be serious. My first episode I did was The Blackening, which was, you know, what do you, like who dies first when everyone in the cast is black? Um, and that was great to talk about, just kind of like a light, you know, icebreaker and- Sure. You know, it was after 40 years about of watching horror movies, I finally had a character who had my name. And I'm like, oh my gosh, finally. Cool. <laughs> There's a final girl with my name and looks like me. And as someone, like I said, that's obsessed with horror movies. I never thought that would happen. Yeah, right. Um, so, uh, you know, just stuff like that. I that's love great. when you brought up Scream 2 in it. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to oh. say too much, but like, when you were like, yeah, it was um, Jada Pinkett Smith, <laughs> like, yeah, didn't die, but she died in like the first like minute of that movie. I know, I know that. I, I mean, I and I can even talk about like, on a, probably on another episode, like the marketing genius that was um, the screen movies of putting characters <sighs> on the cover that did not yeah. make it to the credits who thought drew barrymore was gonna get it in the first 10 minutes you know what I right mean? Like, yeah oh that, be- yeah i mean that was like their mo was like let's just kill the most famous person that's on this yeah. cast uh-huh so we don't have to pay them um, as much right right on set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i know well that too financial sure, move sure. yeah i love yeah it. so um but yeah, yeah, that was funny when that scene happened in the blackening and yeah, a, a cousin who wanted to go see it just for her. My sister's like, okay, well, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the next hour and 30 minutes of her not being in it, but. <laughs> right. You're going to have to find a, another character you like. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or so, what? And then there was another character in there who was black and she was smart-ish, but then of course she had to die because that's what they did in horror movies yeah. back in the 90s you know yeah <laughs> the i mean that's what they do in horror movies today too like it's yeah just... yeah they yeah they do um i mean well you know i still know what she did last summer the second one brandy she survived but i, I don't i think maybe after a while these characters must have put claws in like listen i'm not gonna be only black person and I, you right. know we sure. joke about that and say that about l cool j we're like how is he surviving in all these horror movies like well, in halloween and deep blue sea yeah <laughs> deep blue sea is like one of my favorites <laughs> love that movie. but the fact he's like in a, a he's in an oven and then he jumps out and then the shark doesn't get him we're like right what? what claws does he have in his contract right and like h2o michael myers just like walks right by him i'm like come on like <laughs> like i mean power to him for making it but it was kind of silly that's great well uh, yeah we look forward to seeing some more especially from like a solo show that's that's it's a challene but it's also like kind of fun i think to mm-hmm. do it that way yeah. i imagine so yeah definitely um 
again, thank you for being on our show. It always is nice to have someone like another voice in the uh, the mix of it. And it's been a while since we've had a, another guest on. So thanks again for for coming here and sharing your thoughts. Uh, I, do we have any last any last words? Any last questions? Well, I just wanted to thank you for being on. What day does the um, podcast drop? So I'm going to try to drop them on Wednesdays. I'm really trying to do some like batch recordings right now. <laughs> like okay. Research and everything. I actually um, have some older episodes on my other podcast. I think I might bring over to this one. Cause like I said, um, so yeah, cause I brought some friends over and we reviewed the book um, from Grady Hendrix, the final girl support group, mm. which was actually um pretty cool and in fact we talk about it on there there's uh so it's basically like what happens when you're a final girl and all the recognition goes away like the news people have left they're not being asked for interviews anymore like what do you do with your trauma and basically it's final girls that would meet up and one of the characters in there who's black gets killed and i want to say she kind of gets killed off screen because we never hear her talk we only know about her through the air, other character's description. But of course she's like, oh, she's strong, she's this and she's that. But you know, she just like, didn't watch her back this one time. And I'm like, okay, so we're starting off by killing the only black woman right. that's a final girl. But then y'all are like, oh, but she was so strong and this and that. I'm like, okay, but she got killed. <laughs> and we don't even get to see her perspective. We're being mm. told about her through the other character's perspectives. Well, that's oh. like Kendra from Buffy, like she was, probably the best slayer oh my god and don't get me started she, on that yeah. <laughs> and she just gets killed like for, for no reason it was like what it are was you doing? so cheesy how they <laughs> did it with her with drusilla and that's like another show i might revisit a little bit um that show had a big influence on me um i might talk about how i actually think that angel may have been better show when i look back on it um sure. you know joss I, I liked how, angel a lot Honestly, yeah. Cordelia is one of my favorite characters in the series, and she's so highlighted in that show. Do you know Cordelia was supposed to be Black? I did not know that. She was supposed to be Black, but they always had in mind that her and Xander would be in a relationship, and so they weren't trying to push it into oh, racial that's relationship back then. Yep. So <laughs> Well, they tried to make Willow straight in the first episode two or the first four seasons she and right. her and xander were together oh, yeah they yeah. just did yeah i think like the 90s i don't know like people just it was i guess it was different but like people yeah, were just, just see what you could bend see what would break yeah yeah like yeah. how what can we get away with but but they didn't try hard enough i feel like yeah um i yeah i think that was definitely the issue with buffy and then you go over to angel and it's like we're in los angeles just have fun with it i think the last season of angel when they own wolfram and heart is like oh yeah perfection the, i think that um, is the best season we need to do like because we do like halloween episodes and stuff we definitely yeah. need okay. to do like a buffy thing. that'd be great yeah i was just thinking yeah <laughs> I know. I totally like now. See, now we're going to be here for like another two hours. I right. Yeah. Just Buffy. talking. <laughs> I just like there's certain parts like I can still remember the first time watching it. How it made me feel like when I cried. Like it's just I love that show. <laughs> Even though well, it wasn't always so great. Now we know yeah. what our next episode that's going to feature you is going to be about. Right. So we're going to have like it. a mystery Buffy. Zone. We can talk about the lore and myth of Buffy. That'd be. Yeah. Okay. So that's There's an eight-parter right there. I love that movie. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Great. 
Fantastic. Yeah. Well, um, Shanika, thanks so much again. Everyone, please check out her new show, Horror Hues. Um, I, I believe I saw it on pretty much you know most major podcasting services yes. when I did a search of it. So mm -hmm. yeah, search it wherever you can. Find it on Google, and then you can go from there if you, you can't find it on your direct service. But uh, please um, show her some love and support. And uh, again, thanks for being here. Thank you for your, your story and info on Athena. Cammie, thanks for being Thank back you. on your show, too. Thank Appreciate you. having you. <laughs> And um, I, Sheikha, I don't know if you know, but at the end of the show, we howl after I say, we'll see you next time. So will you please join us on a, a howl in a moment? Okay. Oh, like wow. like a howl at the moon. Yeah. Cammy just okay, thought of it go. and we do it. All right. So everyone, thanks for joining us and we will see you next time.